The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale, holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hello and welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. Thank you for being here. This is show number 28, part one of a two-part chat about communication with all life and energy healing for animals with Joan Ranquette. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do distant healings for humans or animals over the phone or Skype, as well as in-person appointments because energy transcends space and time. Find out more at charliekale.com. This is your safe place to honor animals where we will nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and metaphysically. My guest is a real pioneer in the subjects of animal communication and energy healing. She is one of my heroines, and it's a huge honor to get some time with her because she's so busy talking and teaching all over the world. She's an animal communicator, TEDx speaker, educator, and Hay House author who has worked with hundreds of thousands of pet owners, trainers, bar manager, <laughs> barn managers, and vets. Mm. I'm the bar manager. <laughs> in 2009, <laughs> She founded CWALU, that is Communication with All Life University, for animal communicators and energy healers. You have seen her on TV, on Dateline NBC, The Today Show, Good Morning America, Animal Planet, and many more. She lives in Southern California with her, horse, with her horses, dogs, and cats, and donates her time toward animal rescue missions, therapeutic riding centers, and raising funds for organizations that aid natural disasters and endangered species. Welcome, Joan Ranquette. Thank you. It's so great to be here with you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Joe, you're also an award-winning playwright, screenwriter, and actress before you became so prevalent in the animal world. So you have always set the bar high for yourself and manifested several of your dreams. And you go with your heart and put your passion out in the world. I do. Sometimes <laughs> it's a little scary, but what else am I going to do? <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of something the animals are trying to remind us to do ourselves? Yeah, I mean, they certainly don't sit and 
you know, go back and forth about some. I mean, they might in a minute, like, should I jump in the lake or not? But, you know, then they jump in the lake. But, yeah, I think it's really important to um, honor that um, part of ourselves that is, is just really, you know, is alive right now. Exactly. Being, not doing. Yeah. You are the author of one of my favorite books. To me, it's the Bible of energy medicine. It's called Energy Healing for Animals. And it's such a great overview of energy healing modalities for people to understand better for use on humans as well as animals. And before I ask you how hard that book was to write, I want to know what the heck is happening to my favorite book cover? That's the best cover in the world, a German shepherd reaching out its paw to a human hand. Why is your publisher changing the cover? Apparently they didn't get the rights to it again, or it's not available again. Oh, for heaven's sake. But sakes. if you still, like, I literally have gone and I bought a few that I will never get rid of just because, you know, because I it's love a the original. Yeah. Book. I know. It just, it, you know, having a German shepherd myself, and I know you uh, grew up riding horses with a, a friend's German shepherd. Um, yeah, it, German shepherds yeah. are so special to us. <sighs> um, okay, and now my, horse, my dog, Olivia, that I lost three years ago, she was half Border Collie, a quarter German shepherd and a quarter Rottweiler, but she looked like a black German shepherd. So, yeah, no, I'm very partial to the German shepherd breed. Isn't that funny how publishers do that? I didn't realize that once you had uh, rights to a picture for a cover, it only lasted for a certain amount of time. So they're apparently going through a reprint, and to reprint it, they had to reestablish the rights? Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations on it going through a reprint. That part's really good. Thank you. Yeah, that is good. Now let's go to the contents of it. (laughs) How hard was that book to write? It is so comprehensive. Uh, you know what? I have to tell you, it was, um, I think it was four years, three editors, two boyfriends, and a <laughs> lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no wine? Well, there was wine. There was wine. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, good. <laughs> At the end of the day, there was wine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Keep... Yeah, really... no, it was hard. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was, it, when I say that it was hard, it was a lot. It was a lot to, um, a lot to do. It was a lot of, um, you know, it was like taking everything I'd ever known or used and trying to organize it, right? Like, how do you organize that? And so that's what took, I mean, I think my brain broke in the process. But, okay. <laughs> And it's not just that you know it, but then you have to authenticate it and back it up with, you know, this and that and studies and facts and then research it to make sure you got exact it, it exactly correct. Yeah. And then something really funny happened as a result of it. I had um, <clears throat> been, I had done EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, for years on myself and with clients, like maybe if a human and their dog went outside and the dog got attacked and then the dog became the type of dog that started attacking other dogs. And I would tap with the human. And in about 2006 or so, I tried tapping on animals and I, I started doing then both tapping on the human and the animal. So 
at some point when I was writing the book, I thought, who is the best person that does EFT tapping on people and animals? And I really couldn't find anyone. And I thought, wow, I'm going to fill that niche then because this is too good a modality to go without having, you know, kind of an authority on it. And the other thing I love about it is it's basically an energetic body work. And when we think of animals and energy, it's really easy to look at like, oh, well, of course they like energy, but, but they have to be um, touched on some level. They need, they need the physical um, reassurance of touch when we're in some sort of a healing modality because often their biggest thing is they just need to be grounded. So, you know, by touching them, by having energetic body works, we're really able to like speed the process up in a way that we can't get to with just energy work. And so I, I went a little crazy with EFT and now I teach it everywhere and it's great fun. It kind of seems like one of your favorite energy techniques. It is. Um, it is that and the scalar wave are my two favorites. But yeah, yes, I, I would have said that was tapping. your second. Yes. Um, and I've, done tapping on my German Shepherd on the 4th of July, right before uh, they were, the fireworks were going to be going off. And it, it made all the difference in the world. It helped her calm down and stay upstairs on her dog bed instead of running downstairs and, and um, oh. hiding, hiding in the dark, hiding against a door. So, I mean, it really does make a difference. And just, I mean, most people know what tapping is, EFT, emotional freedom technique, but just in case anyone doesn't, it, would you like to explain it just a little bit? Sure. Um, what it is, is it's um, tapping with your, you know, just with your fingers on specific acupressure points that are connected to um, the meridians that are also, those meridians are connected to an organ system. And those organ system in, in Chinese medicine have an emotional quality. So um, if, you know, like some of the points that you're tapping on are, our bladder points or stomach points. So anytime you have any sort of anxiety, the stomach is going to be upset, you know, so starting to, to tap on and calm the system down on specific things like the stomach points, um, it, you just can't help but to start to see an animal calm down. And they don't have a, a belief system about it either. So they're not going to say, oh, that's not going to work. Whereas, you know, the, their human counterparts can be doubting Thomas's. And that is so true. And that's what is so wonderful about energy medicine with animals. They're, they're not looking at you saying, Oh really? You know, the latest thing I read didn't say that it helped. So, you know, no, they're just open to whatever's going on. It either helps or it doesn't. And they're just open to it. So if it's going to help, it will. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, so explain the scalar wave. Um, well, what it is, is it's um, bringing a, a wave of energy into a, like a unified field, bringing that wave of energy of unity, I guess you could say, into the energy field of the human or animal. And Whenever you're looking at some sort of um, a disobedience, you know, naughty behavior or 
some sort of a um, illness, health challenge, you're looking at basically a chaos pattern. Like cancer is a chaos pattern. Mm-hmm. Even the uh, cold is a, cha- is a chaos pattern. So by bringing a standing wave of energy into the system, you can't help but to move that chaos out of the way. Ah, okay. So it's a different form of, of streamlining and, and uh, getting energy to flow, uh, releasing blocks and getting energy to flow. Yeah, and there's three parts to it. So it's like we uh, run energy, and that's the first. I always say that the, 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 the first two parts of it, running energy, where you're just like moving through the body and running the energy, has a um, <clears throat> um, that can already start to heal because it is making the energy, you know, allowing the energy to flow. And it's also a diagnostic, right? You're going to see where the energy is stuck. And then the next phase of it is you're going to clear the chakras. So as you're moving through each of the chakras, again, you're, you're healing and you're also kind of a little bit using that as a diagnostic to see where, where things might be stuck. And then as you bring the energy in at the end, the scalar wave, then you, you've moved everything out of the way and created a perfect basically zero point energy system where the energy then is allowed to just move through. And then, you know, I've taken it lots of different directions in terms of even almost feeling like a a psychic surgery. You know, you go in and you alleviate things or move things around or like in the case of a collapsed lung, like almost like going in and reinflating it. And then you fill it back up again with more of the scalar energy. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, um, because with the way you describe that, you could be describing many different modalities about the way they do it, but they all are just a little different, maybe come from a different, I don't know if I want to say source, because to me, everything comes from source energy, you know, divine energy, Um, but it comes through in a different way and you tap into it in a different way and then use it in a slightly different way. I mean, like you could have been describing Reiki with the way I go through and do Reiki. It, um, I'm sure other people say, you know, that, that sounds like them using Qigong and uh, other people would be like, well, yeah, that's what I do with acupuncture when I work on it. Interesting. I mean, but it, but it's all just a little different. And I think it's whatever resonates with you the most and what you're able to just, what fits you like a glove and you're able to respond to and use well. Yeah. And I, I've been teaching that for about almost 20 years now. So. Oh, wow. 21 years. Yeah, I remember um, you have a little chart on your book. Um, think like the different with the energy healing things you can do at home and teach yourself and things you don't, things you can't. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I remember some of them, like such as Reiki, which I didn't even, when I first bought your book, I didn't even know what Reiki was. And uh, I remember seeing that one and go, oh, must be attuned by a practitioner. Nah, 
next thing moving on mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then i uh, was trying desperately to find things to, to to heal my animals which i'm constantly doing um but i remember i uh, bought uh kathleen prasad's book about animal reiki and um got through the first chapter oh this stuff looks good second chapter says of course you can't do this at home without being attuned by a practitioner i'm like eh, toss the book in a pile read it later and then here i am a reiki master now so it the universe kicks you in the head and says hello there's a reason you were reading that there's a reason you responded to that and resonated with it because for whatever you know it, it works for you so get over there and do it and then you have to listen yeah um, yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, the one thing, though, I would say, well, I was going to say that um, I always say that all <clears throat> energy modalities and technologies share one thing, and that is um, intention. But that, that intention is what binds all the modalities together and makes them work. Yes, absolutely. I'm talking with Joan Grunquet, animal communicator, author, and university founder, which we're going to talk about too. Find out more at joanrenquet.com. Joan, you really uh, started an amazing endeavor. I mean, I think if you thought the book was, you know, knocking your head into the ground, starting your own university, you, this is a yeah. first of its kind. Um, your university, it, which is online and in person and eventually you want to build it in into um also physical campuses as well like an actual you know with buildings on a campus so it's divided basically into two main categories animal communication and healing energy energy healing for animals and then you have a third support category animal business academy to help people build and grow their profession so yeah, and actually, there's one more piece to it. So I think of it as like, um, if you look at a peace sign or a, a pie oh. with three equal pieces, yeah, uh-huh. there's animal communication, energy healing, and then the third category to me is really the nature and wildlife. And I have more and more content that will be coming out about that because, as you know, I take people on wildlife trips. So. I'm creating a lot of content for people that will never get to travel, but still want to feel like they're part of conservation or saving the planet. So it's actually got three parts. And then the overlighting thing for each of them is, is the business animal business Academy. Yeah. And I mean, and you have it set up to, to try to be able to reach everybody where they can take, start with workshops online and then graduate to them in person if they can. But you also have online intensives and then in-person intensives, which I swear to God, Joan, someday I'm going to manifest it. And it's going to be someday soon. I know. I, I am trying to make that happen. <laughs> so, um, because the, all of your courses just look so fascinating and so in depth. Um, and then, yeah. oh, and then you just branched out into the product world by co-creating your own CBD oil with veterinarian Dr. Jill Todd. Yes, and we'll talk about yes. that later too. And I may have to keep you for a second session to even get to that because that's important. And it's it's up and coming this these days too. And there are uh, do's and don'ts. There are ones you should stay away from, and then there are the ones you can accept with full faith, knowing that it's it's um, pure. But yeah, 
<laughs> but but back to your um, university. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that um, you know I I like um, I, I actually have it in a college. It's in Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri. So that's a small private women's college that I went to, and it's got a big equestrian apartment and. It has a, um, um, it has, uh, if you, uh, they've got a little scholarship if you want to um, live with a foster because one, it's one of the first pet-friendly dorms, um, campuses. Oh. So anyway, I, my spring of 2020, I already have my code for the school. Um, I've been teaching there as an adjunct professor, teaching animal communication and EFT for about three years. And now I can't be an adjunct professor anymore. They have to start taking my school. So oh, that's pretty my cool. Gosh. And I taught, that's amazing. I know it's crazy. And I'm opening the school internationally too. So it's all, it's all starting to happen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's so exciting. And I, uh, I know you're certifying teachers too, because you're only one person, even though you seem like yeah. many, you clearly don't get much sleep or, I mean, <laughs> I mean, clearly because you're so busy. Mm. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I've been really good about, um, well, I just got back from Hawaii and then Seattle, but, um, normally during the week, I'm pretty good about like just going to bed early and being well-behaved. It's later in the week that I get a little naughtier and like, I'm going to stay up crazy. That's, but, you know, I, I have to sleep because I'm doing a lot. You definitely are. And you are a lot out into the world. But um, it's not staying up late is not naughty. Hello. <laughs> we, mm. we all have to we all, you know, need to give ourselves a break and not call it naughty, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, no, but I love to. I love to get in bed with with the gang, with all my cats and dogs. Oh, isn't that the best? So, how many do you yeah. have? I have two dogs and four cats and two horses. And you've grown if I up. Could, I would bring the horses in the inside, house. right? Of course, you would. I was going to say you've grown up with horses. You've had some of your biggest, deepest, most painful lessons taught to you by horses over the years. Definitely, definitely. What is it about horses? Um, I can understand why they would be distrustful of humans. We, unfortunately, we all have to be distrustful of humans. I don't know. They, um, they're. It's like they don't want to accept things from people as readily that's it, what it is is it's um it's the it's the predator prey relationship um so they actually do accept a lot from us but the trick is um we have to kind of uh step into who we are in order to be the best we can be with them i mean if you think about horses uh, people love to say that dog is man's best friend and i'm sitting here with delilah right now as we speak and i think she's my best friend but um i also know that animals that dogs in particular have been um you know they're they're uh what do you call it they are opportunists <laughs> and they figured out pretty quickly that if they moved into the cave and protected the cave, that they would get fed 
So they're smart. Um, cats were, you know, uh, chose to be friends with us and we were lucky. But horses, horses built civilization with us. They uh. built it with us. Willingly. And so they, you just have to earn their trust. And once you do, you know, you literally can move them out with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so strong and majestic and wise. All animals are in their own way. But yeah, horses have a special deep inner knowing and wisdom. And then when you can, when they can trust you with it, wow, you're gold. Yeah, All right. True. Um, Jen, there's so much more I want to get to with you. I want to talk about your tours. I want to talk about why you're a dorka and a dippy. I want to talk <laughs> of, I want to talk about animal communication. I want to bring up your CBD oil. So I'm going to keep you on for part two. But while we wrap up part one, uh, we're down to the last minute. What one last thing would you like to impress upon everyone? Um, I think the main thing is that everybody is an animal communicator and that if you just take the time to get quiet, you know, you can definitely hear what's going on or feel into what's going on with them. And at the very least, if you're conscious about your thoughts and actions, you can actually, um, influence your household by, kind of slowing down your process and, and taking the time to um, basically, uh, you know, if, if you can't receive information, at least be a good sender. It's a perfect introduction to what we're going to talk about next in part two. But as we wrap out part, part wrap up part one, thank you, Joan Ranquette, author of the book. Thank you. Energy Healing for Animals and Communication with All Life. Find about her workshops, her online courses, her tours, speaking engagements, and her university, CWALU. And she's even got a free ebook at joanranquette.com. That's J O A N R A N Q U E T.com. And thanks for hanging out with me on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. Check out my Reiki business, Energy Healing for People and Pause, for in person sessions or at distant healing sessions over the phone or on Skype for people or animals at C H A R L Y K A Y L E.com. CharlieKale.com. You can find past shows on there too, as well as on my page at Empower Radio. Special thanks to Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio, and Remy Smith, who's been figuring out that brand new studio in Detroit. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in 
that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.